Like Mike, how about I never? I've never had a Mike friend. I've had some Michaels, but I've never had a Mike. So I'm well, gonna call you I'm Mike. honored to be your first Mike friend. <laughs> I love that. I'm uh, really excited to uh, to to do this. I I can't remember where I I found you from, but I was like I saw beers with bands, and I was like, oh hell yes, I want I want to have some beers. With hell bands. yeah, dude! Well, no, I I really appreciate you you reached out and uh, wanting to be a part of an episode. It always means a lot that anyone, like, I feel like I'm yeah. still really small doing this, so anytime yeah. anyone, like, notices and, like, wants to be a part of it, like, makes my day. I I know exactly what you mean. Like, I am very much not a large musician in the slightest, so, like, anytime anybody ever, like, wants to be a part of something that I do, I'm just like, oh, cool, awesome, <laughs> I love that, okay, great. Right. So, I get the feeling, I get the feeling. I mean, I was, I was checking out your, um podcast this past week and i i saw that i listened to your interview with arm's length and i was like oh. holy shit you did an interview with arm's length what i know so i i always think about that especially like this entire year they've just been like on the rise just blowing up it's crazy but i was able to sit down with them like right before all of that yeah. and it's just crazy to see like i met these people and like they're one they're the nicest people ever but just to see like where their whole track took them for 2021 it was insane no, yeah, it was crazy. Like I, they mentioned in the interview. I think it was like their second interview ever, a podcast interview. And I was like, what the fuck? How did he? Where did he? How did he find these guys? Like I literally just bought uh, one of their um, crew neck sweaters. Uh, they announced some of their merch runs, and I like literally just bought it. And then I saw that you did an interview with them. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like one of my favorite releases from 2021. So like. When I saw that you did an interview with them, I thought, holy oh, fuck, way to go, way to go, man. I know, right? I'll be pulling my teeth out of my mouth. It's fucking freezing out here in the cold. Everyone's yelling at me to get back in the house. I don't care what they say. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this week, I'm sitting down with Brayden, uh, aka Saint Judas. Um, how's it going? Hello, hi. It's going great. Do I do I crack a beer as well? Uh, if you would like to, yeah. If I is that's, I do. I got myself a Blue Moon Mango Wheat. Ooh. So I don't. I love Blue Moon. I don't know if I like this, but. Uh, I guess we'll find out. It's uh, I'm in Florida, so like everything is citrusy down oh, here yeah. makes for sense. whatever reason. So let's okay. All right. I usually take my blue moons with an orange slice, anyways. So like, 
it still works. I fuck with I fuck with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to look it up and see if I can get my hands on a couple. Please do. Um, so, like I mentioned, uh, Brayden is Saint Judas, uh, like an emo folk indie, a little bit of Midwest emo in there. Kind of you you mix it up a little bit, which is nice. Uh, from from Florida, um, I mean, we're gonna be definitely diving into the new EP that you recently just put out, which. Just a heads up to everyone that hasn't listened to it. It is amazing. Uh, And I'm so happy to sit down with you and talk about it. Um, But I like to kind of start at the the origin stories for people. So how did you start out doing, one, playing music and then leading into doing this whole solo project? All right, here comes the rant. Um, (laughs) I guess, okay, getting into music, like, I, so I grew up really, really religious and like the bible buckle belt bible belt buckle of america right in tennessee like okay can't get any more country and religious than tennessee in my opinion uh maybe some people would disagree but that's just what i would say um and like i've always loved music and i was actually i I, from i had a friend in uh high school who was in like this hardcore band like they, they ended up breaking up, but honestly, if they would have kept going, it probably would have blown up because they were, like, getting, like, like record labels, like, looking at them, and they were in, like, high school, right? And I used to, like, watch their garage rehearsals, like, after school, and I was obsessed with my buddy who was the guitarist, and I wanted to play guitar so bad. So, like, I went to my parents, and I was like, please, I want to play guitar, and they're like, do you really are you gonna actually do this like yes i promise i'll do this so i started playing guitar and i got really active in like doing like worship at my church like i was the lead guitarist in the youth like worship services so that was kind of like my introduction to performing i guess but like i've always been like super into into music in general like i was raised on like dad rock you know like uh maybe like metallica aerosmith like those kinds of stuff and i guess like my christian upbringing introduced me to some more like more like pop punky stuff with things like reliant k like i love reliant k so much like such a good pop punk like almost emo bands they just are also a christian band um switchfoot like hawk nelson you know stuff like that which is more like you know pop punky um and i don't know like i just i've always i've always loved music i i never really like wrote music i just kind of like had fun playing like doing the worship stuff and but i I never wrote my own um but i did write a lot of like poetry i like to write poetry a lot i'm i find myself writing haikus like just randomly throughout the day like i'll just sit there at my desk at work and just be like okay like i'll just be writing haikus um so like big on poetry and when i got to college like i started kind of um turning away from like the whole religion thing like it was this you know big thing and this isn't like an anti-religion uh message or whatever but like this is what happened to me like i started being less religious and it was like a big deal for me you know as someone who grew up like in a religious environment like when you stop believing in that stuff like it kind of fucks with you you know yeah. like your entire like worldview just kind of shifts and you're like oh 
it's not okay oh oh this is difficult i don't like this so um that was like not great you know and like i or i already like had struggled with like a lot of mental health stuff and so um like i just i turned to like what i know helps me when i'm like not feeling great and that's music and i guess it was just like a long time coming you know where it was just building and building and eventually like my poems became more frequent and i started like picking up my guitar more often and just like playing things and even like messing around playing stuff on my own and eventually uh i got like so mad and so angry and so like upset and depressed that i sat down and i i just like started playing started singing and that became the first song i ever wrote which was therapy which is on the first ep um and i showed it to some of my friends and i was like hey i'm really depressed like i wrote this song what do you think <laughs> and they were like this is kind of badass dude i kind of like this and so they were really great to encourage me and be like listen like keep doing it why not i have a friend that um was in like a san diego band um for a while like in the early 2000s and he was like a really great influence on me when i first started like writing music that was really like uh, and i i brought the song to him because i knew like if anybody would be able to like say okay this is cool or maybe you could work on this or like i don't know if music is your thing my dude um it would be him so like i i showed him the songs and he was like a huge help with like uh just what it's like to be someone who writes music it was never something i really did you know until college and i i started doing that and i kept writing songs and that became like the first ep that i put out um and they were these like really shitty like bedroom recording demos that you can't find anywhere anymore <laughs> and i'm really glad that you can't find them anymore because uh looking at what i make now versus what i made back then like it's a huge sometimes i do actually listen to those songs just to be like okay good good job me like good for you like look at look at how far you've come um so like that's that's kind of like why I, like where i come from with like my musical background and like why i started writing songs and i don't know like i guess like music has always been like something that i that helps me through like really tough times and like because my songs are kind of like similar in nature to the songs that have helped me i guess i like maybe narcissistically thought oh well maybe like i could do the same for other people so like i put them on like soundcloud and i don't know i just got like incrementally kept making more music and putting them on other platforms and it's been a long journey and uh, I'm very like happy with where I am now, but it's it's funny to look back and be like, wow, I was like this weird Christian kid that was just way <laughs> too depressed, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I would say like yeah, that's that's kind of like my background, I guess. If that if that makes sense, is that it's the question? <laughs> yeah, no, that that hits it. And as much as it was terrible that you were going through those issues then, uh, I'm the sound. I don't know. I don't want this to sound like weird. As much as it sucked for you then, like, I'm so happy you stuck with this and they're putting these out into the world because they're amazing. And, like, I can't get over this EP. I listened to it probably, like, four times today, honestly. Oh, and it's you. just it's just so good. And uh, I feel like we should just dive right into it at this point just because okay. I keep bringing it up. Uh, for people that aren't aware, 
at the time of this recording on on January 28th, you put out uh, a terrible year, uh, which kind of sums up a shitty year of 2021. Uh, I yeah. feel like that a lot of us were having, especially in the last year or two years. And it's a nice little five song EP um, that you put out. And I mean, it's only been what, not even a week, about a week since it's been out. It's been like a week. It's been exactly a week and a day. Yeah, it came out last okay. Friday. Um, what's the reception been so far on it? Dude, it's been insane. Honestly, <laughs> like, I almost don't believe the reception. And, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, it's not huge, right? Like, we got, like, we were talking about arm's length, and they were talking, like, before they blew up, they were, like, maybe 8,000 people were listening to them, and, like, a lot of people like their their debut EP, which is amazing. Um, but, like, I... I've never really had like people who care about my music. Like I never like I had my friends, you know, that I showed my music to and some of them were like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And I found like the community and like the the Twitterverse, right, of like emo people that like I've grown to really love and are really supportive and we're really supportive of each other and like we love each other's music. Um but it's been like insane to have like these random people that I've like never interacted with in my entire life to just be like yo i just checked out the saint judas ep it's fucking awesome <laughs> like i don't know who you are but thank you so much i appreciate it it's been insane like we've we've like grown so much as far as like a listening base like people that have listened to the to the record like i have been like texting my friends and being like dude i don't know what is happening right now like people like the the record and that makes me so happy like i'm honestly like i'm just blown away it doesn't feel real to me you know like it just isn't it's unreal and it i feel like i'm about to i'm gonna wake up and be like just a dream and i'll be back at my sub like 100 monthly listeners <laughs> and my buddies are gonna be messaging me asking me to do like a a, a cover comp with them i'm just gonna be like hell yeah this, i had a great dream about people liking my music <laughs> so it's been crazy it's been absolutely insane i i'm humbled really like it, people have been saying like that they really like the release that it that it has resonated with them or like that it's they vibed with it and that they've been streaming it like non-stop and i'm like thank you <laughs> i hope you're okay because i when i wrote these songs like i knew that these songs were not like <laughs> I hope you're okay. I hope these songs help at least, you know? So it's been great. It's been great, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, to, to kind of mimic off of them, like, I, I am okay. Uh, it's just very good to That's vibe good. with. Like, you hit some certain chords that just, like, resonate, and uh, it's just a great overall listen to just kind of turn on and lay back and let it all, like, really soak in. Um, that's, so that was really that's what i was kind of hoping for you know that's that's like that's how i like to enjoy music you know mm -hmm. i like to just lay down and like listen to a record front to back and um that's what i really wanted to do with this ep like i wanted it to be like a fluid like motion as with a listen like i want you to be able to sit down start to finish and it's not too long right like it's just an e a five song ep it's not even like i think it's like 20 minutes long and it's like I don't know it's I, I find myself like when I was like listening to the mixes and stuff just like playing it start to finish and just really enjoying it like uh, like obviously because I'm really proud of the songs but like proud of like how it feels like I, I did definitely go for like a vibe you know yeah. I wanted a vibe I wanted that kind of relaxed like 
I am overwhelmed and stressed out and depressed, so I'm just going to lay down and relax and feel better. And that, I hope that's like the vibe that you get from it because that's, that's what I was going for. Yeah, I definitely picked that up. Um, I mean, out of personally, hold on, I just had the track listing up, uh, so I don't want to butcher anything. No, uh, personally, my favorite off of it is a uh, bioluminescent blood ritual. Yes. Uh, I mean the one, the the choosing of that exact like scene from BoJack Horseman with yes. the with like your instrumentals underlaid, it oh my god, it just takes that like scene and just bumps it up that much further, and then it just sets the whole tone for the song. I'm so glad you say that. I, it, it actually was like we went back and forth on whether or not that um, sample should stay in there for a lot of different reasons. Um, but one of them was like, well, does this like add anything to the song? Like, do I, if we put, like, if we leave this in, if I leave this in, like, is it gonna, is it gonna overcrowd the intro or is it gonna like do what I hope that it does, which is kind of like, I don't know, give you a, a kind of a sucker punch. I mean, I, I love Bojack as a show like it's one of my favorite shows and I love that quote it's probably my favorite quote from the entire show and it just really worked out that that quote was like the exact length of the intro um <laughs> plus or minus some like pauses that I had that I like cut out of it um but I wasn't like sure if I was going to keep it in there and there was a moment like before the EP dropped like a couple like months before it where the, it was all finished recording and mixed and mastered and I like I was like do we keep the or do we like do we cut this and I'm really glad that I kept it in there mostly because like that's how I originally wanted it but like hearing people say like oh my god the Bojack quote at the beginning of BBR like I love that so much like it makes like it's such a sucker punch and then you like go straight into like yeah. the song and I'm like I'm so glad people like it because I was really afraid people would either think it's corny <laughs> or it was like unnecessary so makes me happy I'm glad I'm glad you you like it yeah I think it was perfect I mean for a lot of people that's like kind of slice in clips I've seen it where like the clip fits but you either like don't let it resonate enough because uh, they're, they're usually doing it like in the middle of a, like a break uh, mm -hmm. in the song and putting it right up first right f right front of that song uh, I felt like was a was a smart choice to do it so I'm glad it's a it's a fun song I I had a lot of that was the first song from the EP that I really started to like build out right like it wasn't the first one I started working on and writing but it was the first one that I was like okay I have a lot that I want to do with this song and I'm going to start like actually crafting it and like getting like a vibe for it and trying to convey like an emotion with it and that like everything just seemed to fit really perfectly and, and the and the sample is just like the icing on the cake I, I really wanted to put samples in there I feel like that's such an emo thing to do and like I've never done that before and I was I, I told myself I'm going to put one sample I'm going to put one sample in this record I'm going to put uh, open tunings in this record um, and I'm going to put horns in this record like those were the three things that I was like I, I want to write songs that I can put at least those three things in there and I did and I'm very proud of that so you know it's fun <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's the the emo trifecta, uh, especially with like, I, I listen to so I, I get stuck in my ways and I listen to a lot of like, 
mid two thousands like emo stuff. So like oh like, uh, I can't think of. I just blanked on their name, but like they have a lot of horns in there. Uh, even though I'll splice it in later, maybe I don't know. But uh, <laughs> like that's just what I'm used to, and it's just so sick to like find all that again. I've been on a really big fourth wave binge the past like year, where I've just been listening to like um, snowing everything every or everyone every I can never remember the name everyone everywhere something like that and like dads and Marietta like all these like you know fourth wave lots of twinkly lots of horns and stuff and I really wanted horn and they have lots of samples in there too so I, I feel like people do it more nowadays than they they did like back then but it was it was definitely stuff that I wanted to do I was like you know I, I make emo-ish music and I I would like to do the emo-ish things in my songs so <laughs> you know it's fun it's fun stuff uh, yeah uh if you were to to say like suggest one song off this EP that you feel like encapsulates everything that you're trying to put out there uh, with it like what would you say that song is um you mean like musically or like uh, like uh, lyrically just like in general like what if I was if I wanted to say one song that kind of is Saint Judas what song would that be like what song is what I'm trying to like, yeah pretty convey? much or like if, if you were to suggest one song to someone to like they don't have enough time to listen to the full EP. Like, what's the one song you'd say? Listen to this one if you're not listening to everything. I feel like the first song I'd want to, like, show people would be Big Rip, the opening song off of the EP. Like, it... That's that's one of the reasons why I'm really glad it's the first song on the EP, because I think it's a really good introduction to, like, people who may not, like, be familiar with me at all. It's... it's I'm really proud of how that one turned out, because it's very, like it's very accessible you know it's very uh um what's the word like it, it's in a comfort zone it's not something that's like too far out there it's very like i don't know the word i'm trying to think of um like you listen to it and you're like okay i see what's happening here like this is this we got some pop punk vibes we got some we got some emo vibes it's a little bit acoustic-y so maybe like a little bit of folkiness going on there like I understand like what's happening and it's a fun song it's just a really fun song in my opinion it's got the gang vocals it's got the the whoa oh oh oh's in it um which are always fun i can't believe that we uh, that i put those in there um that was one of my friends suggestion he was like you need something in this section like maybe put some woes in there man and i was like are you sure about that we want to put woes in the song and i I said, okay, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'll put it in, and if it sucks, like, I'll take it out. And it did not suck. I thought it was really cool. Um, so I'd probably give Big Rip. I definitely, like, am most... If I had to pick a song I'm, like, most proud of and think that, like, really reflects me as a musician and as a person the most, I'd probably pick uh, the fourth track on the EP, which is, like, Turning Off the TV. Um, I'm super proud of that song. Like, that song was so much it was so frustrating to write because i loved it so much and i wanted it to be perfect and i also knew that like i wanted to do a lot of stuff with it i wanted um to have horns in it i wanted it to be one of those songs that like i could play live and people could just go fucking crazy you know like i like if i wasn't on stage like playing the guitar and singing like i would be dancing my ass off like that's the kind of song that i was like trying to 
go with there. And I'm just like really proud of like the lyrics, what the song is about, and like also um, just like musically how fun it is. Because I feel like most of the songs I write aren't very fun. I mean, lyrically, the song isn't very fun, but like, I don't know. Like, I was listening to the mix the first time I got it, and I found myself just like dancing to it a lot. Like, I'd just be like sitting there, like, just bobbing my head along, moving my feet. Like I, I really liked the fact that like I could dance to it and like have a good time. And I like picturing myself, like at a show playing it and like people are also dancing and having a good time. Cause like, that's, that's what I want to do. Like I want to create like a good environment where people like feel not great mentally, but we can have a good time and like forget about that for a second and just like focus on what makes us happy. Like some good ass music, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of like playing it live at shows, I know we're still in the midst of an- another wave of pandemic. Uh, it's everything's so up in the air. Uh, do you mm-hmm. have anything planned for like a, a f- actual like album release or anything like that in the near future or sometime? Um, not really like anything concrete. You know, um, I'm I'm still like really well. First of all, like I'm I'm really new to Florida. Like I moved to Florida maybe like two three years ago from nashville and if i was in nashville then yeah i'd probably have some like shows booked depending on like how i how i feel like comfortability wise with like playing shows like i guess it would just depend um but since i don't really know like the scene and i'm also like in south florida which is the tip of florida and where nobody comes for shows like the closest we get is orlando maybe and that's like four and a half hours away mm. from me three three and a half four and a half hours something like that um so it's just like really hard to do shows down here now um there are some things that like may or may not happen there there might be like I'm, we're trying to figure out if we can i have some buddies that are playing uh that are going on tour um later on like midway through this year and uh we're talking about me hopping on for like a like either a couple dates or one of the dates or any of the dates really to just kind of like open forum um which would be really fun so i might i might be playing like a show in arizona which would be cool um but nothing like really concrete like we haven't set any dates or i haven't set any dates that is like i know their tour is like happening so um but for me, no, it, it's hard because um, I don't really have like a like a, a band band, you know, like I've had people that play with me when I do shows like when I did shows in Nashville, like I had a guy that uh, one of my buddies is a drummer and he would like provide drums for shows that I would play or I'd have like another friends that would play like a lead guitar or bass on on the songs. But um or maybe some like percussions like I, i've had a, like a rotation of like some buddies that would play with me live but i i don't have like a band you know like people that i re- like i consider bandmates and a part of the project there i just have had people that kind of just hop on whenever it like works out to have more people play so if i do do shows it'll be just kind of like acoustic sets right um which is a different energy you know um it's harder to like go hard for an acoustic show i guess even though i do i do go hard for acoustic shows um but luckily for me like all the songs that i write i write on my acoustic first um so like i always 
I like the idea of like even without like all of the extra stuff, you know, the drums and the bass and the lead guitars and the fancy like effects or whatever, like I know like at their core, like the songs I enjoy them even if it's just me and my acoustic guitar. So if I if I can't play it like just me and my acoustic guitar and have a good time playing it or think it sounds good, um, I usually don't like write that, right? So um hopefully hopefully more shows uh in the future i'm i'm hoping that now that like things are starting to maybe hopefully please god uh get better like there will be more of like an active scene around and i'll be able to kind of interact with people down here in florida and maybe like be able to get in better with the scene like over in arizona uh, because i go over there a lot um but uh, you know, I'm just playing it by ear. If I get some show opportunities, like, hell yeah, I'll be um, promoting the shit out of them. But if not, you know, I'm, I always got more music to write. So it gives me more time to write, you know? <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, well, hopefully something works out. Uh, if anyone's listening and you are in South Florida, hit this fine person up because, I mean, this music needs to be out there and st- and revive the scene. I don't know what the scene's like down there on a normal at a normal time. I don't uh, know. I there's a scene in like Orlando <laughs> and in Tampa. Like that's where Knife Punch is. I don't know if you're familiar with Knife Punch Records, but they're like somewhere in like mid Florida, I think. Um, okay. Because I asked them about like the scene in Florida, and they told me about like a lot of venues that are in like Orlando and Tampa, and I thought, oh, that's awesome. I mean, they're kind of far away, uh, so. But if there were shows happening, like I would 100% love to drive up and like at least go see them because there's a lot of great Florida bands in that area that I just would love to see live. So we'll, we'll see. I haven't really seen a lot of stuff lately. Um, but again, like I'm not like very active in the Florida scene. I don't really know where the scene is, like who I need to be involved with to be able to see it. So we'll see. Yes, anybody that is South Florida that is listening please be my friend we can be friends let's play music together or listen to music together or yeah. do nothing with music we don't have we can just read books or something i don't know <laughs> just all gather in a room everyone be quiet and just read your book hey a, a reading session is kind of fun like have you ever done that like i've done that before where you just have like some friends and you just like are all sitting around reading like it's a really great environment it's very calm you know you're sipping on like tea and reading a book and it's just it's just warm and cozy it's cozy <laughs> no i've i've uh, never been part of one of those i guess i need to find like <laughs> another set of friends uh Apparently. that are like, more calm and like we'll do that like I'm, all my friends have too much adhd so like we can't that's, sit there that's fair i'm surprised that honestly i can focus on a book for so long uh it if i get into a book like it's easier um but sometimes if it doesn't catch my attention i'm just like okay i'm gonna go do something else right now because i cannot focus on this (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's pretty much how i am so i wish i could sit down and read a book like i just i at this point i just watched the movie as bad as that sounds to like anyone listening like that's each their own right like books are fun and movies are fun i love both and both are fun. I think it's fun to do to 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 watch slash read both. I like to read books and then also watch the movie, or watch the movie and then read the book. And I'm always like interested to see like the differences um, between the two, or if there are any differences, which usually there are. But 
It could be fun. Start a book club. Let's get a DIY emo book club going. Why not? <laughs> Ooh, there we go. You know how many people you could get from like the DIY Twitter? Like you'd get a good chunk of people. Maybe I, I don't know if anybody would be interested in that. Like I feel like I would say that and people would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't want to read. I want to thrash." <laughs> like fair, okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to thrash. <laughs> I'm going to start this. I feel like, like now, I, you, I, now we just got to post it and just see what's Now I have to. Now I have to. I'm going to right after this. I'm going to be like, yo, anybody want to start a, a book club? They're <laughs> going to be so confused. Like, what are you talking about? Where did this come from? It's like, you'll understand. We'll find out in a month. It's okay. You'll find yeah. out later. <laughs> All right, one down. Already one down. I'm a fast Ooh. drinker, apparently. Hell yeah. I don't normally drink, so I got them, like, ready. I got them primed and ready. Um, I don't normally drink. Uh, I don't normally drink a lot when I drink. Um, but I do love me a good beer um, or two or, or five. Um, so this is great. This is great. I'm already second one in, and we're talking about book clubs. <laughs> Yeah, now, um, now we're loose. We're all good to what, go. What were we talking about? Something about music at some point. <laughs> the DIY. Oh, we were scene, talking about the South Florida scene. The South Florida yeah. scene. That's right. I don't know. Honestly, I'm like more involved in the Arizona scene now. I feel like I don't know anybody in South Florida, but I know a lot of bands and people like out in like the Phoenix area. Um, there's a lot of great DIY bands and and venues out there. Um, that are like either from there or they're like touring there and they come through i don't know like there's there's so many bands i never realized like how many bands there are in the world and i feel like i'm always discovering somebody new that i'm just thinking like wow this is like amazing and i did not know who you were until this moment and i'm so glad i know who you are now Yeah, that's pretty much how I've felt, like, since I started doing the podcast. I was like, there's just so many people out in this world that are just doing stuff and amazing things. Oh. And I would have never listened to them or found them if I didn't, like... It's all about taking the time. Or, or sometimes you just come across people just randomly. Uh, but, yeah, there's so many people out there doing amazing things. It's really cool. I always love it. It's always fun when you find, like, some, like, hidden gem of music where like nobody listens to them and nobody has ever heard of them and you find this band and you're like this is some of the best music i've ever heard and nobody's talking about this and i just have to share it with the world like please that's how i felt i don't know if you've seen um yesterday topiary creatures dropped their record um they they were like all over my timeline because i love them so much and i feel like they're the best kept secret in diy right now like not that many people talk about them and i don't know why because their music is like too good for diy for in my opinion um so if you haven't listened to it like you should definitely check out topiary creatures the guy who does that bryson is like the most wholesome and wonderful person in the entire world and they're in nashville and i'm so mad because they moved to nashville after i moved out of nashville so there was like (laughs) like perfect timing like we could have been like buds and it's not like we're buds but like i could have like hung out with them and like seen them in person and like played shows with them in person and it just did not work out so 
but yeah like it's 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 weird to think about how much music is out there and how you're always i'm always looking for new music and i love discovering like small bands and new bands and whenever somebody like recommends me music you know somebody will like recommend you music you're like okay yeah sure like oh i'll check them out you like forget about it or something like I, I definitely do that, but I always, like, try to make a point to, like, listen to music that people are, like, recommending me, especially if they're, like, really passionate about it. Like, this is the best thing ever. This is, like, all I've been listening to. Like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll listen to that. Like, I, I'm very interested because there's so many, like, corners of music and places that I've never, like, even gone near, you know? DIY, I mean, I wasn't in the DIY scene until, like, two years ago, and that's only because... Uh, of our worldwide pandemic that forced us all to be at home and on our phones for most of the day, you know? So there's a whole world out there of music that like I have not seen yet. And I, I like, I just want to discover all of it. I feel like a, an explorer in the 15th century without the like manifest destiny. And I just want to find all the music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, well, hopefully things start, you know, opening back up and you're able to go out and find all these all these people i know that's what i'm looking forward to like i i went to a few shows over the summer and then like once it started getting cold again because i'm obviously in minneapolis and it's cold here way too soon like i was like yeah i don't want to go out because like it just everything spiked too so it's just been so yeah the the new year spike definitely has has made that difficult a lot of people are canceling tours right now um which which sucks i mean nobody comes to florida so nobody comes this far south in florida so i guess i'm not missing out but i am excited to I, i've gone to a few shows um like to not not most diy shows i feel like get canceled pretty easily because um of like health concerns and stuff uh but i got like the wonder years is touring right now and i'm gonna be seeing them next weekend um i'm gonna see i i'm gonna see arm's length actually we keep this is just the arm's length interview forget my music let's just talk about arm's length and how much i love them i'm saying arm's length because they're, they're touring with um heart attack man right now and they're going to orlando and i was like Fuck it, I'm, I'm driving to orlando to see this because like i have to see arm's length live so yeah very excited about uh, that's that. one thing i've been disappointed about like back to this whole they're on arm's length again they've done all these tours in 2021 and not a single one has made it further west than Chicago, and that's still like seven hours from me. And I'm like, you, just one more state, just get closer. Just road trip to Chicago. Why not? Like, let's do it. I'll fly out. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll drive to Chicago <laughs> to go see our arms legs. Like, all right, we'll figure it out. How far away is it? It's pretty. Is is it like decently far? Uh, it's like six hours six or seven so yeah pretty pretty far i mean it's pretty far. that's how i mean that's how i feel i'm driving four hours to go see them and i'm still in the same state like <laughs> i'm not even like going anywhere i'm still in florida <laughs> it sucks man if there's anything you learn from this entire uh episode it's that i do not like florida that much it's not great it's hot <laughs> humid there's nothing here except for partying in miami i guess which is like not my scene um so it's hot it's hot and everything's in orlando nothing's this far south yeah i don't know 
uh, one thing I did want to bring up is yesterday was uh, Bandcamp Friday, and it yes. being the first Bandcamp Friday since the release of the EP, uh, where most people would probably try and you know capitalize on just getting all that profit. Uh, you did something a little bit different, and you donated all the proceeds that came in uh, to the Trevor Project, uh, which I think is very commendable of you, and uh, just shows how uh, great of a uh, person you are. Um, for oh. people that aren't familiar with what the Trevor Project is, uh, can you give me and them like a little bit of background as to what that is and why you chose to uh, kind of donate everything to them? Yeah, so... The Trevor Project is this charity organization. Um, I don't want to say they're like a suicide crisis helpline because they do like more than that, right? I mean, their big thing really is that they provide like that kind of, uh, what's the word, um, communication, like the ability to communicate with them um, in ways that are a little bit easier than like maybe dialing on your phone like they have a texting thing they have like a a chat box that you can do via their website um but it's it's that's kind of like a big thing for them is their like suicide crisis hotline providing uh support for that but like their main thing is about like just helping people in the lgbtq plus community with um that are struggling through like depression suicidal ideation or suicidal thoughts um and i love that like that's something that's like really really close to my heart is like suicide prevention depression uh um helping like the lgbt community i i think that's great and i love what they're doing that the, the fact that they're like specifically trying to help people especially like kids that are in that that feel like they're in a situation maybe like at home where they don't they don't feel like they can talk to their parents about like their gender identity or the crises that they might go through with sexuality or their gender and that can cause and and sometimes like the you know families can cause those kinds of stressors in in those situations and the fact that like they put a very heavy focus on that it's just like really really great um i i definitely like i had i had always plans to do something for Bandcamp friday because i knew that there was they were going to be doing this uh right after the release came out and i've i've never done my music for for money you know like i don't i don't i don't really care about that like i care as much as like me being able to continue doing it i guess but like i have a job right so <laughs> it's not like this is the only thing that i have for like for income and i know that some people like it is or like it's something that they want to do and like there's no harm in like making money off your music like obviously that's cool and awesome and great but like for me i don't really care about that and so i thought you know i don't really know if anybody will care about the album but it is Bandcamp Friday, and I know that some people will probably buy it, like friends and family or whatever. So I thought, I want to like give back, you know. I want to. Music has always helped me, and I'd like to do my little part in like extending that, you know, like paying it forward and helping others. And I found the Trevor Project, and I saw what they were doing, and I did like a lot of research because I wanted to make sure that I was like helping a. An organization that was doing something that I really believed in 
And, you know, with some charity organizations, they don't really, like, give a lot of the money to the actual cause. It all goes to, like, administrative fees or, like, goes to executive people. And I don't, I don't really like that. And I did a lot of research on, on them. And they, like, they do really good work. And a lot, like, most of their money goes to actually helping people, which I think is just amazing. I love that. So um, I decided to just give give all the money that I made from the album to uh, um, to to the Trevor Project, and I I donated some myself, obviously, because I wanted to to also contribute. And it was crazy. Like I didn't think anybody would really care, you know. Um, and we got like we raised um like without like me putting in my own donation because like i can't buy my own album i guess like i guess, maybe i can i don't know um but like we just from other people giving like we almost raised 200 dollars, which isn't a lot i guess i mean it's all it's a lot of money like it's it's no like 200 dollars can go a long way right and the fact that like that many people like bought the album because they knew like i was giving all the money to the trevor project like it made me so happy like i i felt i don't know i felt like it was really nice to be able to extend that kindness that people had shown me you know to other people and hopefully the money like does does really help you know i'd like to think that it will i have no idea once it's there it's like they do whatever they they do with their money to be able to make the organization happen but it was just really really great like to see so many people come together and be like yes hell yes like i love what like i had so many people message me and say like i love what you're doing like i want to help and people were like retweeting it and like sharing it and spreading the word and um i have never had so many people like buy my album on on bandcamp before especially like especially for bandcamp friday and the fact that people wanted to to do it to help like it made me smile like i was having i was having a good friday you know i was like man this is so great like i can't wait to like wake up tomorrow morning and like just and make my donation because like it's so awesome when people come together and like want to work towards something that's good i don't know like i like having positivity around me um I like to, I feel like I'm such a negative person that I need to counterbalance it with like good vibes, right? So it was just really nice to have like a lot of good vibes on the timeline, you know, where people were just like excited and happy and wanting to like help out. So it was great. Yeah, it was fun. I'm really glad that I did it. I'm really thankful for everyone that wanted to help. Um, and it was, it was a good Friday. I had a good Friday. It was a great job. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw you doing that, and I, I I thought it was a great thing. Uh, shout out to everyone that that purchased uh, the album and and helped support. Um, like, just the the timing and like for most people they would have just tried to bank that in, but it's nice that you kind of took the other route and just yeah you know show humanity or you did all that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very grateful for like the position I'm in where I don't necessarily need like to rely on income from like music sales and stuff to where the, I, I can do that you know and I can give uh the money to to help like music has helped me so much in my life like music I feel like every musician can say the statement like music has saved my life like it has right and 
to be able to like help an organization that is actively saving people's lives like that's what i want to do like that's that's why i make music you know i want to like i want to help people i want to show people that like they're not alone in the struggles that they have like i am really fucked up sometimes all the time maybe uh and i got my sh like the shit that i got going on and music has always helped me through that and i would love the thought that like <clears throat> i can maybe like provide somewhat of the same sentiment to other people you know whether it's through my music or through donating to the trevor project you know do whatever i can to just spread the love that's what i want to do well yeah i mean just another reason to go check out this wonderful ep uh and go jam it as much as you can and uh be ready for the next thing he has coming out um so now we're gonna transition into uh kind of my favorite part of the episodes where we just talk about some fun stories uh uh from shows tours time and recording uh that could be anywhere from tremendous to horrendous or any adjective in between Okay, um, <clears throat> off the top of my head, I can think of at least one, two, two show stories and one recording story. So I'll start with the shows. Okay. Um, back in, back when I was, after I had released my first EP that's on Spotify, which is Sidewalks, that like had done decently well on like soundcloud i think i don't even think i had a spotify at that point but i had done like decently well on soundcloud um i think like a facebook group had like shared it around and uh, people were like listening to it and this band um found me through that uh they're called um blind adam in the federal league and they're based in chicago i'm fairly certain and they're the most wonderful people in the world adam is great and he messaged me and was like hey i found your stuff i love it we're going on tour to like promote our new album that we're dropping we'd love for you to be a part of like the tennessee leg because we see that you're in tennessee we're gonna play a memphis show and then we're gonna play a nashville show we'd love for you to play both of those shows and i in my mind i thought holy shit like fuck yeah it's like this is awesome i <laughs> what is happening and then i kind of screamed to myself because i thought i don't know I don't know anything about going on tour. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? So I asked one of my buddies to like, um, to help me with it. And I played an acoustic gig. I wasn't able to get any of my friends to play with me for either of those shows. So I only had an acoustic, uh, like set, um, which was, which was a thing. Um, and so we hopped in my car and drove to Memphis drove to memphis and it was really awesome like this entire like experience is one of my favorite things that has ever happened to me um but like we drove to memphis we hung out in memphis and we <laughs> we made a point to going to the um the bass pro shop is that what it is the, like the giant pyramid yeah yeah the one that used to be like a hotel and then it got turned into a bass pro shop like we were coming off the interstate and i saw that thing and i was like dude we have to go <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me and thought, Braden, I do you like fishing? I go, no, but look at this thing. Like right. we have to go. So he went to the Bass Pro Shop um, pyramid and it was so funny. Like 
I've never had that much fun in like that kind of environment because I'm not a sporty person. I'm not like a fisher or a hunter. You know, I like books and video games and music and dressing up in silly costumes and performing theater shows. Like, I'm an artsy person. I'm not a like and not to say that artsy people can't be outdoorsy or sporty, but like I don't I don't do that stuff. Um, so like being in this giant, they have it like decked out. Like there's there's like these streams that have like live fish in them, and they have like an elevator that like goes. There's like three four stories inside. And I'm pretty sure it was like around the same time. It was a holiday. I can't remember if it was in the winter time or if it was in the spring. I think it was in the spring. And I think they were doing Easter bunny pictures in the Bass Pro Shop. And I really, really wanted to take pictures with the Easter bunny, but my friend did not. And so <laughs> we did not. Um, but that entire like, other than the pyramid which was amazing like the show was great and i met some really cool bands that really helped me they were really surprised when i got there and it was just me and my like roadie i guess if mason was a it was a roadie technically and they're like where's your band dude i said i am the band <laughs> um no that's not true because uh they did message me and like i i did ask them i said hey i just want like like i only like i only haven't i will only be able to play an acoustic set is that okay and they said that it was fine. Um, so they they were surprised that I was like this small kid that was just like fresh out of college, like with my acoustic guitar. And it was such a fun show. It was the first house show I ever played at the Pagan Mom House in Memphis. And they were wonderful people. And I had a really great time like being able to play those shows with them. But the fact that we went to the Bass Pro Shop, like <laughs> I just think that's hilarious <laughs> for some reason. Um, my second tour, like show story is like more cringy and less funny i mean it's still kind of funny but it's more cringy um there was a show that was having in nashville and this band from the same college that i went to um like posted about it and asked if anybody was like anybody that was in the emo pop punk scene wanted to like be added onto the bill and uh i took the opportunity to play is this band called hawkins av club uh, they're wonderful amazing i love them um and it was at this like record shop it was like a record shop show and i was the opening act and i get there and it's like this the scene of like i guess elder punks right and i'm like this young dude and i felt very like overwhelmed because i'm still like new to the scene new to like playing shows and i really wanted people to like me so like i was very like scared and some of the bands were like hardcore you know like they were like not even punk they were more like into like much heavier stuff and so i was very like it's like okay i'm gonna play my little acoustic songs and i'm gonna have a good time <laughs> it's gonna be great and everyone was so supportive they really were like they were excited they were cheering like they were having a good time and in my second song I actually did have a friend playing with me at that show, though. I had a guy playing lead guitar for that one. Um, my drummer friend couldn't play that one either, but that was a whole different uh, story. Um, but I was playing, and on the second song, my one of my strings snapped for it, 
which is like not great right especially like when you just start a song and you're playing and like a string just like like it makes the noise and everything and like everyone can see it they're like whoa that's crazy i didn't like know if i should keep playing or stopping like but it was one of the lower like the the higher i think it was like the b string or something and um i was like okay it's fine b string who cares about the b string we're pop punk here we play power chords we don't need the b string like it's fine and then so like i got through like another verse maybe and or i got through the chorus and then like both the both the like i think it was the d string and the and the g string both snapped like at the same time oh yeah so i (laughs) i had the e the a and the high e as well those are the only strings that i had on my guitar and i just like i was playing i was going i was struggling and then that happened and i just kind of like stopped and i looked down and i I looked down and i went well i guess that song is over (laughs) and like the people in the crowd like they were they were trying so hard to like be supportive but like once the 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 d and the g like left i i saw like a group of them just kind of go like oh this is not great and they like they like raised their eyebrows and like turned out and like went outside to go smoke or something they're like we don't want to be here to watch this this is gonna be way too way too cringy um and i felt awful because it was like the beginning of my set too like i'd only played a full song at that point and i still had like four or five songs left so my buddy that like played lead for me gave me his guitar and was like here just close out the set um and everybody was like yeah close out the set like one more song like two one more song i was like okay i'll play one more song and i i had a new song actually that i wanted to play and i was so stressed out and so embarrassed like i was so embarrassed more than anything i really wanted these like elder punks to think i was cool and i was being the most uncool person in the world (laughs) and i like wanted to play this new song and i was flustered and the new song was in a different tuning and i did not want to spend the time to try to tune the guitar so i just went into like i can't even remember what song i played i just picked one and played it and i thought man just one more song i get through it and it's done and i will never forget that show because i uh i continue to hype up and talk to hawkins av club for being such homies and being so kind that entire show but god was it embarrassing i was so embarrassed so yeah if you come see me play live um that is like my greatest fear now like that's the only thing i think about when i play shows it's like man if these strings snap like i want to be so embarrassed i don't think i had like an extra pair like a separate guitar like i'm pretty sure i just rolled up in my like acoustic guitar and amp like in the back seat of my car it was just like let's go let's do this (laughs) so not fun that's that's just two of the one of them was more wholesome uh but you know i've played i've played shows that has not happened yeah that's only happened once so like hopefully it never happens again i don't know what i would do if that happened again especially now since like people are kind of familiar with my music like it's one thing for some rando that opens for a local record shop show to like snap his strings uh but you know now that people know me i'm like oh man i really don't want to embarrass myself in front of these people i'm pretty sure that the um the record store show was recorded by the video so somewhere there is a DVD or like a video of me just like having the worst time of my life <laughs> at a show. Like one of my friends came out to see it and I'm pretty sure like after my set, like 
she and I went out to like smoke on like in the back and I just started like bawling I was like I'm so fucking embarrassed right now <laughs> it's like Brayden it's okay like nobody's gonna remember and if they do like it's a funny story like that's guys, true you know anything bad that happens at least if it's to me like it's a fun story to tell the people like hey this thing happened and if it happened to you like you would probably hate it but because it happened to me it's great and we can laugh about it <laughs> so at least it happened to me you know um so those are those are my two show 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 stories show stories that i have off the top of my head um the entire like recording process for my like the first ep that's on spotify um which is called sidewalks is like a whole story on its own just because it was like such a clusterfuck recording that thing um because i had just moved to nashville from college and i was recording it in my buddy's studio uh at the college town so i was like driving back and forth like i had work and then i had rehearsals for like the like uh, the theater shows that i was doing and then like any time off that i had i was driving to cokeville to get um this album recorded and it took like two months to record it just because i did not have a lot of time um but we like had a blast recording it like there's so many like weird things that we did for that whole recording process um we like my friend was like on this bench have you ever who's that guy the guy that does um the what does the fox say song you know that song i know the song i don't know i can't think of the 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 singer he's like a reality show host in like somewhere in europe or like asia or somewhere like over there like he's really big okay as like a comedian talk show host which i didn't know um my friend who was recording the album was like obsessed with him (laughs) and so like we were he would show me like all of these different songs that he's done that weren't just like what does the fox say and there's actually like one song he does where it's like him singing about yogurt right he's like he's going through different like flavors of yogurt he's like going like strawberry blueberry (laughs) banana like he's doing all these like it's really weird and we thought that was like the funniest thing so on the song wallflower like we were recording vocals for it and i was just like we were doing it was like one of the instrumental breaks before the next verse and like i had it was fresh off of my mind like listening to that song so like I, like right before like when the when the um the instruments cut out like it like hits on that note like the quarter note and like all the instruments drop out right before it comes back in for the verse like the instruments drop out and i just go banana <laughs> <laughs> and it stayed in the, in the song like we thought it was so funny and it works with the song because it's a fun song it's it's about parties and just being a goofball so like but that stayed on there um and i thought that was the funniest thing i had my friend come out uh to play kazoo on that song i wanted a horn section and we couldn't find any horns players mm. so i thought okay well i really want like this to happen so we brought in kazoos for it and so we went to like i can't remember if we went to like a party store or like a music shop but like we, we were looking for kazoos and we only one we could find was this like massive fucking like <laughs> giant ass kazoo <laughs> it was the only one they had um and so we brought it back with us and i had my friends play it because he loved playing kazoo and he loves supporting the music and i thought you know, like you i want you to be on the record like you play kazoo like i i could play kazoo you could play kazoo like it doesn't matter to me like it doesn't matter who plays it like play it like it's just a kazoo like have fun with it and 
he um he did the kazoo part and uh there was one point where he like just made this really weird noise like he just started like riffing on a kazoo <laughs> if you could do that like kazoo riffs are a thing right. like so who, who knew and he did that and we were all so like confused <laughs> That you could actually hear me say, like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, I started laughing so hard because it was so funny. And we kept the solo and me saying what the fuck, like, <laughs> in the song. So, like, that song specifically has a lot of little, like, things that you can hear in the background because we're just having, like, a good time recording it. And we kept all of the shit that was in that. Um, that was super fun. Uh, the last fun thing about that whole recording process was one song um is like a super sad song it's a breakup song uh it's blue it's a third track fourth track on that album and i wanted a female vocalist on it i, I wanted my friend samia on that song uh and i asked her to be on it and she was like oh i don't know like i don't know if i could do it i go come on come over like we'll drink some wine we'll have you like sing some harmonies because she's a super talented singer and can sing harmonies like till the cows come home like, i have full confidence in you that this will be fun she's like okay all right that's fine so we we, we bring her in and we had like <laughs> this is this this is so funny like we had all the lights turned off and and in the studio and we had put like candles around and we had like two bottles of wine <laughs> and her and i just sat there and we drank like we drank as much wine as we could and sang and recorded the vocals like we were very tipsy by the end of the <laughs> recording session of us singing that and it was like the most like it's such a sad song like it's about like moving on from relationships and like realizing that you're the problem and like you gotta like be and we were just like drunk and like having a good time <laughs> and singing and like we wanted her to have this like really raspy like um you know you'll hear like maybe guest vocals on specific like uh emo records or maybe even like um like almost uh soccer mommy or like phoebe bridgers lucy jacobs vibes where it's like this more like quieter like intonation and we're just mm -hmm. like quieter quieter we need it quieter more raspy <laughs> and she's like does this sound good and i'm like this is exactly what i want i'm like three glasses in like i have no idea what i'm saying <laughs> it was so much fun she like still tells me she was like can we please do that again because like that was the most fun i've had in a really long time and i really just want to like drink wine and record songs with you again <laughs> like please she lives in colorado now but like i still tell her like hey you know if i need somebody singing on this song like i'm getting you to come like i'm coming to you getting out like we were having another wine recording session because i cannot not have that happen again. <laughs> but that entire process was fun we were just goofing around like i didn't really know what i wanted from those songs so like wherever it went that's what happened and they turned out like really really awesome and i'm really happy with how they turned out it was a good start you know for me as like a musician like i really felt comfortable for once like and what I was writing, what I was recording, and what I was doing. So those are my fun stories about recording and touring, touring, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I want to have more with more shows that come. Like I want to play more shows. So hopefully I'll have like tour stories or something. But as of now, like I just have the random like shows that I played in Nashville to, to, 
to tell about, which which are fun, you know. But no, that that's perfectly okay. Uh, I've you know talked to some bands; they don't have many show stories or any tour stories. But next time we get you on, you'll, you'll be like a national touring act at that point. You know, opening for everybody, like headlining. <laughs> like you'll have all the stories by the next time we get you on for sure. Oh, I hope so. That sounds so fun. I would love to just like spend two weeks like just touring around. I think what stresses me out about touring is that like I'm afraid I won't be able to book anything. Like oh. especially like I could open for people. Opening is fine because like who cares? Like I'm the opener. Like nobody. I'll bring in some people like to see the show. It'll be great. But like to think of me like booking a tour and like he- like doing like a Saint Judas tour like stresses me out because I'm gonna be like, man, are like I don't think anybody's gonna come to see me in like my own city. Like <laughs> I'm gonna travel to like nevada and think that anybody's gonna show up to some random diy show for a band for me like i don't know like that stresses me out i would be so stressed out to like especially for like the opening bands and stuff like to not bring people like yeah. it's all just their friends and family and they're like who is this guy who's yeah. so like from the time that i've been on the road like it you'll you'll have those moments where you'll show up somewhere and it'll be like two people and the sound guy uh, but then, like, some some nights you'll get really surprised by a city, and it'll just be jam-packed because they don't get, tour, like, bigger touring bands in. They just have, mm-hmm. like, DIY shows. So, like, they have a really strong, like, DIY community. So it's, it's, it's hit or miss. That would be, I mean, that would be great. Like, I, I definitely want to do that, right? Like, right now, I... I want to I wanna try to, like, find a band of people, like, that will want to, like perform and do that with you know at least like a drummer and a bassist have the the green day trifecta of of performers yeah um but like and if i can like if i can get that to happen or find people like us that want to do like acoustic shows or have me open as an acoustic act um i do like really 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 want to play shows so if you book artists and you're listening to this um hi i will fly anywhere to play shows right now because i need to get the hell out of florida (laughs) so book me hi please do book him and uh you won't regret it for sure 100 like these songs are amazing you will not regret it i I don't know why that sounded sarcastic the first time i said it but i'm trying to reiterate that not being sarcastic like we're good there's no sarcasm i i appreciate it like like i said at the beginning like it's been crazy how much people um really like the songs you know and like even just hearing you say how much you like the songs like i didn't think anybody would give a shit about anything that i had to say in my music especially you know and for me to wake up like every morning and have like somebody telling me like how much they love the music or how much the songs like are fun to them or resonate with them like it's so i don't know it makes me it makes me smile and i like smiling so thank you for making me smile yeah anytime um no like uh for sure this the cp has been amazing uh and i mean obviously it's coming out came out at the end of january it's by the time this episode's out it's already march uh but what can people expect from saint judas uh to finish out 2022 and possibly like in the future um 
you can expect me to start doing cover comps again. I'm just so excited to do cover comps. I told myself no more cover comps while I was finishing this EP because I'm addicted to doing cover comps. Uh, I got a bunch of cover comps ready to like that are gonna be happening. I'm covering a bunch of fun songs that I love, which will be super cool. Um, I am collaborating with some of my friends to do like, I'm hoping to have a split with one of my buddies. So hopefully like by the end of the year that will be like either ready to come out or out. But right now, like I am in LP mode. I want to like write my LP. I was supposed to be writing my LP when I wrote A Terrible Year and the EP came out instead. Um, so I am like in LP mode. I don't think it'll come out this year just because it takes me a long time to write music and it takes me long to produce it and record it. So I'm hoping like next year we'll have an LP like getting ready to roll out um but that's what you can expect more more tunes hopefully more shows um i i'm starting to dabble in like merch and stuff we had the cassette run which is sold out now sorry you can't buy one if you wanted your first like the first ever saint judas release uh it does not exist anymore i mean it exists still but like it's you can't buy them anymore <laughs> so uh, which is awesome. Uh, and then I have like some shirts that I'm that I've had made for a while and I'll be like announcing those as well. So you'll be able to get those. but hopefully more music, some shows at the very least and just good vibes. like I just wanna at the very least, I just want to be somebody that you see on Twitter and you're like, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> I always like seeing this guy say things because they're nice or fun or funny. so. That's what you can expect. Um, just taking what I've learned from this past release, which has been so great, and applying it to something bigger. You know, I'm always trying to like build on what I do previously. And so I just want to build on what I've done with a terrible year and I wanna do something bigger. LP one, please come out next yeah. year. Please. Dude, I'm stoked. Because uh, if if this EP was a sign of anything that's coming uh, in the future, it's going to be an amazing LP for sure. Um, yeah. If anyone is looking for, obviously we we mentioned merch is going to be coming, but uh, merch, music, and yourself, like where can they find uh, links to all that? Um, I have a website that my wonderful friend designed all herself, and she's great. And the fact that she has put that work in to do it, like to make it so amazing so you can find like pretty much everything you could ever it's like a hub for everything um that if you need something related to me for whatever reason you can go to stjudasband.com um and it'll have everything it has my links to my socials uh it has links to my music on all platforms it has links to all the interviews that i've done this interview will probably be on the website once it comes out so if you want to hear this interview again, you can go to my website and it'll be there and then you can come come back here. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's, I'm more active on, most active on Twitter. So if like, you want to talk or hang out or something like you, Twitter is the best place. And I, I spend most of my time focusing on like Spotify as, as much as we kind of hate Spotify right now with streaming. Um, but if you don't want to use Spotify, like I'm on every other platform, please, by all means, use those other platforms. Um, so, but Twitter, Twitter's where I'm mostly, I'm on Instagram too. And I think I have a Facebook page that Brenna also runs for me, but I don't get on Facebook. So, 
uh twitter and instagram you can find me there but you can just go to the website if you're confused and have no idea what i just said just go to sayjudasband.com um and everything you ever want with with my music will be there <laughs> uh and i'll have that that website in the description below depending on what uh website you're using to listen to this um i want to give you just one more big thank you for reaching out and wanting to be a part of an episode like i told you it does mean a lot and uh i had a great time talking with you and this ep truly is amazing and i'm so happy that it's out uh so yeah thank you i it's a lot to hear you say that i am so glad i got to hang out i am unfortunately sorry free throw i am not two beers in yet i'm (laughs) I'm one and a half beers in i hope that we can round up maybe and get to two beers in but i i had a blast i so i i really appreciate you having having me on i I love talking about music and talking about weird shit that's happened to me and shows that make me feel really really sad because it's embarrassing (laughs) uh well i i loved hearing about it like i told you tangents were fine and you did great uh uh so everyone keep an eye on saint judas to see what they have coming out next um, like I normally say, if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of Beers with Bands, please reach out. Uh, Brayden, uh, send an email, and we set this up. Like, I don't bite. Let's do it. We we can hang out, have a few beers, uh, and talk it's about great. music. Come on. He doesn't bite at all. Just send an email. I'll be like, yo, I love beers. I love bands. Let's talk. It's fun. Drink some beers. Have a good time. Do it. You won't regret it. Hell yeah. And on that note, thank you again so much, and I'll catch everyone on the next episode. See ya. She said that she could hear me from the bedroom, yelling at the neighbors across the lawn. They said that I should go to bed or drink some water so I don't make a fool of myself. So I began to redirect that rage. She is pulling me back inside, and we start talking the way we talk when we don't want to fight. I started peeking on the couch when the moment hit me She buried her head into her hands I thought of all the time we spent together And if it was worth it in the end My life is an ocean of mistakes That can no longer be ignored Shut my head below the surface Till I am not breathing anymore
I do not trust myself to be alone Would you stay with me tonight? And yeah, you were right to say I'm the drunken mess Packed your things and left I got traced The gifts that I deserve What I've got Coming to me Are you lonely like me? It shouldn't be so hard To tell someone You love them I was wrong again So I'll be listening To we tennis in the living room Through my headphones I feel safe when I'm distant Calmly suspended You don't have to talk I can tell by the look in your eyes That it's over, I guess It's just a matter of time Until it all falls apart Oh, I deserve